Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, I'm Adam Berkmans, and today we're making sous vide venison French dip sandwiches. This recipe was created by Gunnar Emberg, a field staff writer for Harvesting Nature. He writes... I've taken the classic French dip sandwich and updated it with some venison backstrap. The signs of a well-made French dip are easily distinguishable from the bad ones. The bread to meat ratio must be correct. The cheese must be melted, the bun toasted, and the meat a beautiful medium rare. The au jus must be flavorful and complement the meat as well. I believe I hit all of those marks here for the sandwich. When it comes to French dips, there are two styles I've seen. They're the slow-cooked pulled meat ones and the medium-rare sliced roast meat ones. I've never been a fan of the pulled meat ones. To me, that's not a French dip. The sliced meat sandwich is what I set out to make here. I chose to use venison backstrap for this as I knew I could give it the care it needed and that it would turn out amazing. I marinated the backstrap in a garlic and pepper marinade from Tacticalories Seasoning Co. that was called Highlander. It's a very savory marinade that lends itself well to this application. I knew to get the meat medium rare, I needed to go above and beyond roasting the venison. Venison tends to dry out when roasted in the oven, so my first option was sous vide. Sous vide allows me to control the exact temperature I want in the meat. I took this to 125 degrees Fahrenheit to allow me to sear the meat as well without overcooking it. One important step in making this was my rest period for the meat. I actually let the meat chill all the way down to about 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Doing this allowed it to retain all of its juices. Chilling it also makes slicing much easier. The au jus was made with leftover liquid from the sous vide bag, some beef stock, and some of a wild game blend from Tacticalories as well, called Bruiser Blend. I allowed it to come to a simmer for about 10 minutes, then it was ready for serving. I had served the sandwich with a nice bowl of the au jus, some crispy fried potatoes, and some organic hickory syrup glazed carrots. Hickory syrup is different from maple syrup as it is made from the bark of shagbark hickory trees. If you ever happen to find some, I recommend picking it up. It's much less sweet and more well-rounded in flavor. It's also completely interchangeable with maple syrup as well. Thanks, Gunner. 
I'd like to add that I have a hickory syrup how-to video on my Intrepidator YouTube channel. Head over there and check it out. In his recipe, Gunner uses a sous vide technique to expertly bring his venison roast to the exact temperature he wanted while keeping it succulent and moist. You've probably been hearing about sous vide, especially lately in the wild game world, and you might even have a sous vide machine at home. You may be asking yourself though, just what exactly is sous vide? Well, let's find out. Sous vide is French for under vacuum and points to a low temperature, long time cooking method that employs a gentle water bath to bring food up to temperature. The under vacuum name comes from the fact that for sous vide, food usually gets vacuum sealed in plastic bags before being immersed in a tightly controlled heated water bath to cook. This results in a perfectly cooked item controlled to the very degree you want it to be. Most cooking methods use a much higher temperature than the desired end temperature of your food to get it there. Think roasting meat in the oven. Say you want your roast beef to be a finished temperature of 145 degrees. You crank up that oven to 400 degrees to get it there. This creates an uneven cooking environment where the outside of the roast is blasted with heat while the inside remains cool. By cooking your meat sous vide, you can actually cook it so slowly and gently that the entire piece of meat is cooked to a very similar temperature throughout. This is even the case with very irregularly shaped pieces of meat, which classically are much harder to cook evenly using conventional methods. This method of cooking works extremely well with wild game in particular, since game tends to be very lean and can dry out easily in the oven. Also, certain meats like wild pig and bear must be cooked to a specific internal temperature to avoid trichinosis. Most of the time, the meat gets overcooked and dried out in an attempt to kill off the parasites. But by using sous vide, you can bring it up to the exact temperature and hold it there until any trace of trichinella has been eradicated. Pretty nifty. Likewise, if you're cooking vegetables by, say, boiling, the intensely hot water hammers the vegetables, breaking cell walls, and softening them, sometimes to the point of grey, tasteless oblivion. I'm looking at you, parents of the 70s and 80s. By cooking your vegetables sous vide, you can gently heat them through without breaking those cell walls, which leaves them perfectly tender crisp. By sealing food in bags before adding them to the water bath, you're keeping all of the juices and aromas locked in, instead of dispersing them into the liquid and waterlogging whatever you're cooking. The exclusion of air in the vacuum sealed bags also allows chefs to cook food products to perfection, then refrigerate them still sealed so they're ready to finish to order without being exposed to air and oxidation. Many home chefs have modern high-tech precision devices to achieve this type of cooking, but sous vide was actually conceptualized way back at the turn of the 19th century in 1799 by a British physicist named Benjamin Thompson. He created a machine that used air to cook meat at very low temperatures, which resulted in meat that was not merely eatable, but perfectly done and most singularly well tasted, according to him. By the 1960s, vacuum technology had progressed to the point where engineers could vacuum seal food in plastic bags, which they applied Thompson's cooking techniques to. Eventually, the bagged food was cooked at low temperatures using water as a medium instead of air, and modern sous vide was born. The water was kept at temperature and gently circulated in thermal immersion circulator machines, which consisted of a circulator pump, submersible heating element, and a temperature probe. One of the first to make use of it in the culinary world was the French chef Georges Perlou, who headed the restaurant Trois Gros in France. 
He used sous vide to cook foie gras, which he noticed kept its shape and texture much better than with other cooking methods. Sous vide caught the attention of the American industrial food complex as a likely tool as well, and soon sous vide was being used in industrial kitchens and large catering businesses all over the country. Interest began catching on, and by the 1990s, restaurants all over the world were using sous vide to elevate their dishes. Entrepreneurs noticed that sometime in the 2000s, home cooks were purchasing used thermal immersion circulator machines from closing restaurant sales and attempting to use them at home. These machines were bulky, hard to clean, and not really suited to being used by home cooks. Said entrepreneurs began working on devices that could be used to hack kitchen appliances like rice cookers and crockpots and turn them into mini circulator machines which could be used by the home cook. By 2008, products like these began hitting the shelves, starting a home cook sous vide revolution. Nowadays, sous vide precision cookers come in the shape of a stick, which can be attached to the side of a cooking vessel and programmed with a phone to circulate the water at a specific temperature. Sous vide machines now range from about 50 bucks to over 500 for the more seriously precise ones. This makes them a pretty affordable tool for the interested home cook. So are there any drawbacks? Well, maybe. First of all, the type of cooking happening during the sous vide process does not involve the Maillard reaction. The Maillard reaction, which is going to need its own antler and fin spotlight soon, is a chemical reaction that takes place when sugars and amino acids from proteins meet heat and begin to brown. You may recognize the Maillard reaction from such dishes as chocolate chip cookies, seared ribeye steak, toasted bread, campfire marshmallows, a crunchy roasted potato, crispy pepperoni on a slice of pizza, the crust on a seared duck breast. Yeah, pretty much anything that's stupid delicious. Because the Maillard reaction needs high heat to take place, meat cooked via sous vide never gets to see those effects. What chefs and cooks do though is take their perfectly cooked sous vide piece of meat and hit it with super high heat at the very last minute to develop some browning and trigger the Maillard reaction. So that's not too big of a problem. Another issue is the plastic. Not only are you using a lot of one-use plastic to make sous vide, you're also cooking that plastic and eating what's inside it. Is that bad? Uh, probably not. The plastic used for vacuum sealers is BPA-free and is safe to use according to the US government. I would probably avoid using cheap plastic sous vide hacks though and stick to the proper food grade stuff. Another issue is botulism, which can grow in certain anaerobic environments, like a vacuum sealed bag. As long as you use your machine properly, read the instructions, and keep the cooked food refrigerated afterwards, you shouldn't encounter any problems. My issue with sous vide? Well, I just don't like crowding my kitchen with tools and devices. I tend to keep things very simple in the kitchen, though as my online cooking career progresses, I am finding that I'm purchasing more and more kitchen gadgets like meat grinders, sauces stuffers, fryers, and whatnot. Although I've resisted getting a sous vide machine up until this point, I see it as only a matter of time before I give in and get one for myself. The first thing I make with it is definitely going to be Gunner's French Dip Sandwich. This recipe serves four people and takes about six to eight hours to prepare with about 30 to 40 minutes of active cooking time. Ingredients. Two pounds of venison backstrap. Two sub rolls. Six slices of sharp white cheddar cheese. Two cups of beef stock. 
one bottle, Tacticalories Highlander Marinade, or meat marinade of your choice. Two tablespoons of Tacticalories Bruiser Blend Wild Game Seasoning, or a wild game seasoning of your choice. Half a teaspoon of garlic powder. Two tablespoons of butter. To prepare. To begin, leave your backstrap whole, but make sure the silver skin is removed. Marinate in one whole bottle of marinade for about two hours. Backpack the meat into a plastic bag along with the marinade. Set your sous vide machine for 125 degrees Fahrenheit for about 2 to 2.5 hours. Immerse the bag. Preheat your grill to its max temperature. Once sous vide is complete, remove from bag and sear on grill for 1 to 2 minutes per side, but not longer so you don't overcook the meat. Begin your rest period for your meat. I left mine outside on a winter day for about two hours to completely chill it. After it is cool, slice the entire thing into 1 8 inch slices or as thick as you want. Try not to eat too much of it. Empty the contents of the sous vide bag into a medium saucepan and add two cups of beef stock and the bruiser blend seasoning as well. Bring to a boil. Slice your buns in half lengthwise, leaving the bottom bun about a half inch to three quarters inch thick. Spread your butter on all four pieces, about half a teaspoon each, and sprinkle with garlic powder. Toast the buns in an oven with a broiler on high, only about one minute, making sure to watch them so they don't burn. Remove from oven, lay down enough sharp cheddar on the bottom bun to cover it, but not go over the sides. Pile high with meat and top with more white cheddar slices. Use about three slices per sandwich. Remove the top bun and set aside. Place your bottom bun, meat, and cheese into the oven and broil for about five minutes, watching carefully. Once done, remove from oven, place top bun on, and cut on a diagonal. Serve with a nice bowl of the au jus and whatever sides you choose. Enjoy! For more great wild fish and game recipes, be sure to subscribe and follow Antler and Finn.